Welcome to Crowdy in the Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Bernie Wath. It is a Kickstarter for you for June 28th. Remember we just talked about how it was like, fuck, I can't believe we're only, it's like we're this far into June. It's only the second Monday and, and then it was only the third Monday and now it's the end of the month. Well, dude, it took like, we, we were seven days in before we even had a Monday in June. <laughs> right. I know. So guess what we got coming uh, for July? We have a really cool series coming up, a new theme because last month was all always like a good number too. Hope you guys dug that based on the the, the view, I should say the, the downloads and streams. We got a lot of bites and that's exciting considering I didn't do very much on the side of social media. In fact, I did nothing right on the side of social media. Everybody does like a good number too. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. <laughs> yes. By the time you see this, the Karate in the Garage Instagram account will be up and it is at Karate Pod. So you go to Instagram and there it is. You might, some of you have actually have joined while it's been in private because I've gone on my way to like add you, but it will be on private by the time you hear this. In fact, when this goes live, it will be available in public for everybody to see and peruse. Um, and we're going to be adding things past episodes as we go, just to kind of load them up there and remind people and. But when initially when it launches, you'll see basically the kickstarts and the, the last four episodes of the entire month of June was will be posted just as a reminder. And but so this will be a fun. To, this is going to be a key to the giveaway that we mentioned with Fast and the Furious. And we got some other giveaways that are on the tail of that, too. So we'll get to that at a later date. We got lots of giveaways. It's a giveaway summer, damn it. It's summer. <laughs> so it's a giving season. It is. Yeah. So we got, I kind of feel like we're going to, I'm leaning back on one for free and one for, <laughs> for dollars. One for free and one for me. Oh no, that's not how it goes. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a producer's motto. One for free, one for me. Yes. I bought so much last week and I mentioned how much. And by the way, so we plugged Prime Day last week, right? We did. What did you buy from Prime Day? I bought nothing. <laughs> what did I buy from Prime Day? Uh, the only thing I bought from Prime Day was zero. I didn't get anything, honestly, nothing. I didn't buy anything. We bought the three for twos. That's what I was into. And that's what I got a shit ton of two of them. No, three of the movies actually that we're going to be covering in July are, uh, were, came from that sale. Actually, I'll actually take it back. Four of the five came from that sale. Oh, did I say Boom. five? Wait, you did. I did say five. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Ha. What? Weird. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll see. No spoilers. First off, I'm going to, I'm going to, this one's going to cost you, I think, because I can see there not being some titles in here that you're going to want. MVD. And, and it's not, that's not like, you know, massive my venereal VD, disease. My venereal disease. <laughs> it's MVD. It's an app on my yeah. iPad. <laughs> you can reach it at mvdshop.com. Anyway, they're having a big arrow sale right now. This is summer sale 2021 where they have like 200 plus titles the on sale for half off that goes until nine. Sorry. that goes till 9 AM Pacific time on the 28th of June. So guess what? <laughs> but it's, you've got about seven or eight hours from this, when this time, this thing launched at midnight to buy this, these movies. Ready to go. So, <laughs> but let's say MVD is notorious for extending sales. So maybe they'll extend it through the holiday weekend. We'll see. But there's a ton of shit in there, all up the alleys of the people that listen to this. Reanimator, the bad, badass reanimator audition. Then you start looking at society and children of the corn and the stuff, which we talked about before we got on mic, is 
one of our favorite nutty movies from the eighties. Dude, it's, Michael Moriarty. Yes. This goes for days. This page There's like, there's, it's so many pages of the stuff. The dope thing is because, and they're using media mail for USPS. So it's a flat five ninety nine shipping. Of course they're touting expect delays because USPS still kind of has their head in the clouds about things. You have a limit of 15 units per order. So not titles, but I think they have a weight restriction for that flat fee. So, but five ninety nine to put fifteen Blu rays in your in in a box and ship ship it to you, yeah, it's pretty dope. But um, th- here's the one caveat to it: it says fifty percent off, but it's not fifty percent off across the board. There's there's which I'm trying to we're kind of confused about because it doesn't say up to, but we got titles that are that retail for thirty nine ninety five that are on sale for $24.99. And I put them in my cart just to make sure that there wasn't just incorrectly posted. But when I added them to my cart, the cart showed it as $24.99. So uh, it's not exactly the half off and everything, but majority of the movies are half off. So don't go by and start adding stuff because it doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> that it's really half off. But you get dope deals like Animal Factory, which is listed for 30 Thirty-four ninety-five, and it's nineteen ninety-nine. See, it's not even half off. What the hell? I don't know. But there's dope stuff on there. You're gonna find some stuff to buy. And when, but when you factor in, it's only five ninety-nine to ship fifteen movies to you. That's fucking rad. You can't get that deal anywhere, and uh, that's better than buying four or five things and having free shipping. This is better than that. It so, is. I'm down. There, there's one other caveat to the sale. It's a limit of two copies per title because they do that thing where the people will turn around and around and flip it when it sells out because of the slip cover thing. I don't know why the slip cover thing is in such a demand by collectors because I don't give a shit. Honestly, if I get it, it's kind of like, Oh, okay, cool. All right. Whatever. Cause once it goes on a shelf and slides in and out of the, you know, this it eventually starts wearing down. It's not like it. Yes. Right. You start busting up the corners for sure. But if you have a badass lenticular cover, like that final countdown from blue underground that I got, that's different. <laughs> that's cool. That's not just, you know, cardboard and cardboard. No, this is cardboard with lenticular cover. That's dope. Anyway, MVD, not my venereal disease, mvdshop.com. And I'll put the link in the, in the show notes, of course. So there you go. Boom. So uh, I'm going to, I'm getting both of mine are just going to bleed into one another. Cause the first thing I was going to say is I want to recommend that you, uh, if you're, if you're not into burn notice, or I've never seen Burn Notice, or maybe you want to review Burn Notice. It's all over Amazon right now. Uh, Prime. Um, you know, I jumped back into the, you know, first episode a couple nights ago. I'm almost done with season one. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's funny, man. Burn Notice was on for a long time. And if you're not familiar with Burn Notice, it we ran on USA originally. Jeffrey Donovan, Gabrielle Noir, and our man Bruce Campbell, mm-hmm. and Sharon Glass from Cagney and Lacey. And everybody, dude, it's another show that like so many guest stars show up. You're just like, holy shit. Ray Wise is in the pilot. I mean, you know, we all know him from, you know, you know, Twin Peaks, Laura Palmer's dad and a million other things. But man, Burn Notice, it looks great too on Prime. I was always a fan of it, but I don't know that I ever saw them all completely in order because I caught them mostly on USA. Mm -hmm. So, you know, watching them uh, now streaming them for the first time, things make a lot more sense. (laughs) 
in the early part. Cause I, I toward the end, I, I kind of made an effort, but again, you know, before streaming, it was hard to like, you know, Hey man, Tuesday at 10 o'clock, you know, if you're working or whatever, you probably didn't catch them all, but watching them in sequences is a lot of fun. You kind of see the progression of the characters, uh, especially, you know, everybody's relationships, how Michael gets burnt and stranded in Miami and so on and so forth. Uh, so like by the time you get to season nine, you're like, holy shit, dude, you still haven't found out who burned you? <laughs> but hey, man, it's a lot of fun. But here's the crazy thing. So last night, go to watch, flip Prime on, going to watch, you know, a couple episodes probably fade off to sleep, but no, speaking of things that drop at midnight, uh, but that means 9 PM here on the West coast. I flip it on and God damn it. If Bosch hadn't already dropped, man. Oops. And guess what I did until three in the morning. I'm going to guess. I watched every fucking episode. I watched all <laughs> seven, eight episodes of Bosch last night. Uh, new season. Now I'm bummed. I didn't save a couple, like didn't savor that shit. I just fucking pigged out. Uh, but man, hey, if you're into Bosch and if you're wondering, it's the last season. It is so fucking good. Uh, the thing about that I love about Bosch is there's not one season that ever lagged or made me think uh, maybe they should cut it loose. And even season seven now, I still am bummed. I can't believe it's the last season. I, you know, I'm, no spoilers here. I'm just going to say it's every bit as good as you would want it to be. Mm -hmm. And all the characters that you know and love are still around. There's some surprises, some things I won't throw out. Um, like I said, no spoilers, but man, yeah, it didn't take me long at all to like ruin that fucking, I was like, Oh, you know, I'll pace it. I'll watch it for now. Nah, fuck that. All at once. I feel like I just ate too much at Thanksgiving and I need to go throw up. <laughs> I bet. But uh, I don't feel bad. Good. You know, it's funny because I was, I've been wanting to get into it. We talked about it when the trailer first dropped and I just haven't had time to cut it out because some people are on vacation right now from work. So it's made my job a little bit difficult to get things done. Um, I've been wanting to do it. And then you started talking about burn us the other night and, and about the whole <laughs> reboot thing too. And I'm like, fuck, there's something I want to, I want to add to that burn notice conversation is when it was broadcast on, on USA, it was 1080i, which is not the best image in the world, No, but it's as, but as far as broadcast television goes, it's the best HD you're going to see. It's better than the 720p that uh, Fox likes to put out there and call that, that neutered HD HD, which it's not. Um, the streams and of course the Blu-rays are all 1080p and they look fucking fantastic too. So, um, that's something to keep in mind too. And it's a great looking show too. And I mean that, dude, my, how beautiful is Miami? Yeah. They put a, and that's the thing too. Lots of times, hell, even towards the end of, of Miami Vice, you were seeing stock footage put in, in, in the show. And the, this was like, everything is shot new. You, you're not seeing Sometimes you see the establishing shots, the shop and stuff, but it's still, it's not always the same shot that you saw like four episodes before that. Right. Um, it's, it's, dude, that, that show is so fun. I mean, when you get to like season three and four, fuck. Yeah. dude. Yep. Usually that usually start shows start hitting either one or two things happen when they hit three and four, they start hitting their stride or they start jumping the shark. And I hate using that phrase. Sag. But, sure. Right. But it applies, but it doesn't apply to this show. It applies to shows like after the fourth season of Dexter. Yeah, it's over. It becomes a little nauseating. Speaking of Miami, <laughs> or sorry, speaking of Santa Clarita. I mean, I mean, sorry, speaking of not Miami. Right. Dude, but Burnout is super dope. I'm going to definitely, definitely get into Bosch. But, you know, like you noted, there's 
there's not as many episodes per season, so they're easier to digest, but it's such an addictive show. Yeah, it's not they're not easily digestible because there's a lot there's a lot going on. So that's that's actually there's good. a lot. Yes. That's a that's a compliment. <laughs> so yeah, I'm definitely gonna be diving into that soon. I'm very similar. Like, you know, I'll watch something and then I'll, you know, fucking look at my phone or I'll, something will spark and I'll be like, I'll look some shit. I do when I watch Bosch, I just, everything fucking powers down. I just <laughs> watch it. I don't, no distractions. You know, phone goes off. Right. Pad goes on the charger. <laughs> While we were kind of waiting to, to, to get to recording today, we took to doing Kickstart instead of the movie episode we were going to do first. Just because internet's being a little dicey today and so far, we, it's taking some hits, but it hasn't been anything that's been, uh, it's not fixable. Right. We don't have a 14 second delay. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that too. And while we were waiting to kind of get to the afternoon to sit down and do this, I found out that a, that a private commission that I was part of for movie prints, which I've mentioned before, I'm a collector, finally got around to be made and... I got in the mood to watch the movie. So I'm like, I got enough time to watch it. I didn't have enough time to watch it, but I got really close. But, and I mentioned this movie so many times before, but I can't help but recommend it now. And that is Charles Lawton's one and only directed film. Cause he just, he was one and done. And what a way to go in and it's out. It's a one off. <laughs> right? Dude, here's the thing. You're not going to make a better movie, right? No. And I just think he just went, you know what? I'm, this is it. This is it. Drop the mic. 1955's Night of the Hunter with Robert Mitchum, Lillian Gish, Shelley Winters. Fuck me, this movie. Every time I watch it. And I'm just, I'm sitting here watching it. Melody's in the other room doing, you know, working remotely. And every once in a while, I'm just like, ah, oh, oh, just yelling because it's just, it's funny because I know the movie so well. And I saw it at, when I was nine and we'd mentioned what a year 1978 was as far as movies go. And I just thought to myself, wasn't this the first time I saw this movie when I was nine? Yes, it was. And it fucking haunted me forever. Yep. And I, it was the first movie that I took notice of who Robert Mitchum was. And I recorded his name to memory because motherfucker, I had never been so scared by a human being before that movie. And it's still one of the most haunting performances I've seen in any movie. The imagery that Charles Lawton puts to celluloid is just fucking disturbing, dude. Yeah, man. It, that is a, it's a, I don't even know how to describe that movie, man. It's yeah. a movie you, you shouldn't try to describe. People mm. should just watch it. Yeah. And then, then you can talk about it. Otherwise they're like, what the fuck? What? Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, it's that, it's that bizarre, disturbing, surreal. Yeah, man. It's a, it's a, again, it's a mic drop, right? Like yeah. Lawton's like, oh, I'm never going to have a chance to make anything like this again. <laughs> this is it. They're going to want me to do a sequel to, you know, yeah. play Captain Bly again or some nonsense. <laughs> I can be the hunchback again if I feel like it. And Usually I'm telling you to buy the disc for it. I'm telling you to buy the disc, but wait till the Criterion sales half off again. But just like the other two things that we mentioned, except for the, all the things we mentioned today are all on Prime right now. You got two original, you know, we got one original series. You have the the Burn Notice as well and Night of the Hunter. And the, I watched, that's what I watched and I didn't crack open the, uh, I didn't crack open the disc. And I think it's really interesting, but this is, I'm almost positive based on the DVD, the Blu-ray that I've seen so many times, this is the same encode and it's pretty wild. It's not on the Criterion channel, but it's on Prime. 
which I thought was kind of weird, but it's gorgeous. And as you're watching, if you're well-versed in the, in movies, the last 35, 40 years, 50 years, you're going to be like, Oh, I see where they, I saw where they, they took that from. Oh, I see where they took that from. I remember when it's probably like 88, 89 and shit knows 90, right? Is that when the doors movie came out? 90 doors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hanging out listening to, I forgot what song it was. Um, it's five to one, I think. And the guitar solo that Robbie Krieger has, it's a guitar solo that, that Ace Freely had, had like ripped off from him at some point early in, early in uh, Kiss's discography. And this guy who is probably like five or six years younger than me, hears me playing it in my truck. This is, again, this is that year. This is 1990 around the doors where I was kind of listening to them a lot. And they go, that guy's totally ripping off Ace Freely. And I'm like, I just laughed. I go, dude, this album came out 10 years before that song came out. So, and for and for Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons, who are notorious for stealing from the Beatles. Right. Please, dude. <laughs> the, the Kiss, Kiss has always been a band about uh, about borrowing. I'm going to use that word borrowing here. I know I just said the word stealing. Borrowing from sure. other bands. I'll go with that. Any, but you know what? They were a mediocre band. They still were sure. a mediocre band, but they became known for their live shows and throwing on kabuki makeup and, and doing that. Don't get me wrong. They're fucking. And the Paul Lynn Halloween special. Yes. Things like that. Their shows back then in the day, back in the day were wild. They were a spectacle, but guess what? You only need to see it once. You didn't need to, you don't need to see it more than that. But it was so funny hearing somebody respond to that. That's how it is with this movie. This movie, you're like, oh shit, oh shit. You're seeing. You just assume, th- there's a one. I can't. I can't even talk about the movie without. I can't because I, I will completely ruin it. And it's not. There's a there's a shot in this movie that I had nightmares about as recent as last summer. <laughs> Dude, that's that's what I'm talking about. To still have that thing sticking with me forty years later. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. It's fucking, it's, it's indescribable. It, dude, I know it's exactly what, I know exactly what you're talking about. You don't even have to say it. Yes. Everybody that's seen the movie knows exactly knows where I'm coming from. I was talking with somebody earlier and I can't remember who it was. Cause I, I was, I've been talking all morning about this movie. I've been texting like crazy because I fucking love it. And I, and I realized that not everybody has seen it. So I'm like, ah, just throwing it, throwing it at everybody. I, there's three consecutive shots and I'm going to in it that are just fucking gorgeous. I talk about this the way fucking film students talk about Orson Welles, Citizen Kane. And I look, I, I'll give Citizen Kane some credit for some things, but I don't find the movie entertaining at all. It's bores the fuck out of me. Yeah, man. Snoozer. This is not that. This is <laughs> because this is and it's surprising to me how little people have seen this movie. It, it's pretty mind blowing, but if you haven't seen it yet, it's right there on Prime. I think it might be on Canadian Prime. At least it's on the United States Prime. If you if you miss it and you just happen to hear this episode and it's not on Prime anymore, it's not streaming anywhere. But that Criterion sale, Criterion sale is happening right now. Whether it's be any be a Barnes and Noble or if it's a Criterion themselves, buy it, buy a blind. Trust me. Dude, yeah, it's, it, it, again, it's a, a master work. I mean, it's literally, it, it's a kind of a movie. I, I saw it when I was very young too with my grandmother <laughs> on Channel 40 in Sacramento. I remember 
being totally freaked out. I, I will always remember his hands. I, the, dude, it freaked me out. Like the first time I saw somebody with that out in the, in the real world, I was like, Oh, it fucking, you know, it's a movie. There's so many things about it that stick with you. Uh, the imagery is unbelievable. Um, I'm sh- I'm shocked that it got past the, um, yes. Hayes code. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the Hayes Code. Shocked that the Hayes Code allowed that. But maybe it was so subversive, they didn't even understand it. (laughs) Yeah. Because it is a fucking bizarre, scary, weird, acid trip of a movie before people were copping to the fact that they were taking acid, right? I mean, it's just, it's it's so out there. There's no way to explain it to anybody. Right. Speaking of the Hayes Code, that thing would have been around since the inception of cinema. It had been around since the 20s. And it didn't end till 13 years after this movie came out, which is crazy when you think about once 1968 came around, that's when like the whole new rating system came out. And then that was your, that's when you're getting your, your, and that's when it went from G to X, just like that. I never understood why the X rating was so, how they came up with that. And it was such a weird thing because isn't the, isn't the UK like a number? Yes. It's just the, it's like an age thing, right? Which is what it should have been here. Right. Whatever. You know how most people know <laughs> the show. You know how we feel about the about ratings because they're about as schizophrenic as an NHL referee in the playoffs. Speaking of, <laughs> right? I have a love hate relationship with the NHL playoffs. They're going on right now, and and they're so fucking great. They're so entertaining, but man, I hate the fact that a penalty that gets called thirty seconds into a game doesn't get called in overtime. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's a it's a penalty. Just fucking call it. Just call it. But they don't because it's lame. Anyway, if you guys are watching NHL playoffs or you're not, that's another fun thing to watch too. It's free. Free. There's more free stuff free. for you. Yeah, man. Just so we can, um, we're going to tease this out. We're going to be a little bit less cryptic this time for what, what July has in store. You had this idea and boy, we just, like, yep, we fired out the titles just like that. These are standout titles, even though, this company's been still is still around producing movies. Joel Silver, Robert Zemeckis, and Gilbert Adler got together in 1999 and established Dark Castle Entertainment in their bid for the resurrection of horror movies. And of course, they were really cute about their title because the first two movies they start off with are two William Castle movies. And both those movies, which were, which are really cool, Terry Castle, William Castle's daughter, is involved with those first couple of movies, which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. But yeah, so it's going to be that. It's going to be, and you you never know, you're not going to know what we're covering because <laughs> like I said, they're still working and still making these movies 22 years later. So it's still happening. These things are still being made as recent. I think the most recent thing they announced why they're doing a sequel to Orphan, which is, right? dude, that movie's so fucking wild. It's such a trip. Yeah, the, I mean, these things are super fun. I mean, yeah. the fir- and the first one has a crossover with Scary Movie 2. It does, which is pretty rad. Right? It's great. It made me laugh. I was like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Right? When he sneaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in, you know, it's funny watching, we watched the, the, that first movie. Uh, uh, I watched it yesterday. I'm not sure when you watched it, but. Yeah, yes. I watched it a couple of weeks ago when we first talked about it, but I watched it again last night. Yeah, yeah. Before it, Bosch. I, uh, I really enjoyed it a lot. And it was, uh, I think I might enjoy it more now than I did back when and i don't think i'd seen it probably haven't seen it like five or six years so it was fun revisiting it it's, it's a good one so hopefully uh you guys already own this stuff if not i'm sure you'll be able to see them somewhere i mean because 
uh, yeah. from, uh, from what I well, saw, three yes. of them are in Tubi, so. <laughs> Tubi. The reason why we picked them was because they were easily accessible for people as well, you know, during the summer. Three of them anyway. Accessible. Yeah. <laughs> and as I mentioned, uh, three of those five movies that we're covering, I got on that sale from last week. Yeah. So very excited, very excited. I can't believe I didn't own them. After I get done watching, I'm like, why didn't I, why didn't I own this movie? And I thought maybe I did, but maybe I had it on DVD, but I never had it on blue and I do now. So yeah. All right. Fun cast too. You'll hear that next week or this week, I should say. Yeah, man. Something. You'll hear something this week <laughs> and something next week. Guaranteed. <laughs> something. Something, something. Something, something. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can follow the show at Karate Pod. Well, if you want to follow Corey on Letterbox, that's Corey underscore Culp. And one more thing, as I mentioned earlier, our Instagram account is live now, and you can find that at Karate Pod, just like it is for Twitter. Boom! If you'd like to follow me at Letterbox, you can follow me under Harry Bosch at Letterboxd. That's Harry B O S C H Bosch. Harry Bosch Sack. Oh wait, no, God, I wish it was. It's not. It's Tom Cody. Damn it, Tom. Cody and Letterboxd. I'm Cody. <laughs> Tom Cody. Harry Boshy. You must be kidding. Boshy. <laughs>